The primary purpose of the matter over mind experience is to educate. It doesn't constitute advice or services. Before making any changes, please consult a medical or dietary professional. Nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So, take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Matter Over Mind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And today, I have the founder and CEO of Hello Health, Pamela Worth. They do some fantastic work in the community. They talk about root causes. You know, my last interview that I had with Dorian Sones, what did he talk about? Root causes and histamine and chronic inflammation and oxidative stress and fatigue. And we got into so many things that we think is really, we don't really know how it affects us. And he talked about how it really affects us. And then Pamela is going to continue that conversation, talk about growth a little bit, growth a little bit and immune disorders and autoimmune diseases and so many things that we just don't talk enough about unless you listen to the Matter of a Mind experience that Pamela is going to break down today. And with that being said, Let's welcome my colleague onto the show. Hey, Pamela, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me and putting up with me today because apparently my brain doesn't want to work. But with that being said, uh, tell my audience about yourself. Tell them about your company and your work. Yeah, no problem. So um, Pamela, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, third generation Arizonan. Um, although I've lived in different places around the U.S. Somehow I, I keep finding my way back here. And um I've got two healthy teenage boys now, uh, teenagers, uh, but at one point, one of them had really bad ADD, um, and then the other one um, started acting really strangely, um, and he was diagnosed with um, Tourette's, OCD, depression, anxiety, um, autism, and then ultimately, I was, I, I just kept trying to find different doctors and different doctors, like, there's no way that because one of them told me he was now autistic and I had to take care of him the rest of his life. And I was like, hold on, hold on. And at this point he's six. Right. And I'm thinking there's no way at the age of six that like, this is it, you know, that it, it just can't be. And, um, so I found a doctor who was originally from Asia and a neurologist. And cause I figured because so much is going on in the brain, I figured I needed like a brain doctor. So but thankfully this brain doctor didn't think like the other brain doctors. And the first thing she said was let's pull some blood work and find out what's going on inside. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, yes. And so then, um, and it's so important to get that blood work because then you can start to understand, do I have, um, too much or too little certain vitamins? Do I have any infections, either viral, bacterial, fungal, like let's just get a lay of the land and find out what's going on first before we start throwing, you know, a bunch of medications at it which is what a lot of them wanted to do. They wanted to put them on medications. Thank God we didn't um, until we really knew what was going on. So anyway, in his case, um, he ultimately was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. And 
what's been interesting through all these um, different um, research and doctor interviews that I've done, um, I actually started a podcast where I interview different doctors and it's just wild to get their different perspectives. Like one guy will be like, well, you have to be plant and no oils and no meat and whatever. And the other guy is like, no, we're carnivores by nature and you can't eat, you know, vegetables even because they can't metabolize well in your body. And that creates sugar, which can feed, you know, and it's just, it's, it's insane. Um, and they're both, you know, very, very well established in, in their medical careers. And so it's just really interesting when you really dig down into it. But anyway, um, so in my case, um, my son, he was low in vitamin D3 and B12. Uh, he had a genetic disorder called MTHFR, which about half the population has. So, it's, you know, it's really not that uncommon. And um, when you have that, you need methylfolate, not folic acid, because it really blocks your body from being able to absorb your vitamins and minerals correctly, which is kind of wild. And so your body actually feels starved, even though you're eating correctly. Um, it kind of acts as a barrier and you can't absorb. So anyway, he had that going on. Um, he had an active viral infection called CMV, which is really common amongst, you know, people, which is kind of like a normal flu-like thing that most people would just be like, oh yeah, I got the flu and it lasted a week or two and felt like, you know, junk and then, you know, fine. But, and then his blood showed that he had high strep titers suggested an active strep infection, even though he was negative for strep throat. So all these things the doctor said is like, Hey, the infection has just, it's too much for his immune system. Um, it's broken the blood brain barrier and is now causing motor vocal and mood disorders. And she said, it's totally repairable. She said, but you got to remove um, gluten and sugar from his diet and I'm going to, you know, teach you how to make supplements at home. And then um, we're going to treat the two infections and it's all going to take about a year and we're going to get them back. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm on, I'm on, and, you know, just count me in. So uh, sure enough, about a year passed and uh, he came back and he hasn't left us since and he's now a thriving teenager. So it's, um, it, it, you know, it, I, I just kind of sat with this for a while. And then I wrote a book along with three doctors and two other families. And I've got a second book coming out soon. Um, and then I started the supplement company because it just didn't feel like enough. Um, I mean, I used to stay up late at night screaming to the higher power, please help my kiddo and I'll help humanity. So I am making good on my promise. My hope is, um, and you know, just kind of letting folks know that just because you get a diagnosis doesn't mean it's the end of the world. There are things that can be done to start to understand what's really happening inside you. Um, and each person's different, you know, you just said a bunch of stuff that really really grinds my gears i don't know if anybody listening is a fan of our family guy i see pamela is laughing she probably heard it before yeah. uh, uh peter did a, a bit on tv and he calls this is this really grinds my gears and some of the stuff you said grinds my gears right because for one the diagnoses like we a lot of times we just diagnose because we think that that we, we're just trying to rule out the symptoms to get to something that we can identify i had uh had plenty of doctors on the show who were um western medicine doctors and move into like a naturopathic path and they say that's this is how we're trained find the issue and then find a way to prescribe something to deal with the issue right instead of going down to the root cause looking at the blood work and stuff like that so i'm glad you found a doctor that understood that and could work with that but the thing that really grinds my gears is when you talk about the different doctors you've had on your show and all these different nutritional uh i guess you say nutritional theories that they ascribe to yeah it's wild first thing be very hesitant about taking any nutrition advice from any medical doctor be very hesitant of that you know why because most medical doctors 
don't get nutrition training. No, absolutely nothing about nutrition. I know way more about nutrition than 90 to 95% of doctors can do. Now, as far as medical doctors, now talking about naturopathic doctors, that's a little different. You talk about nutritionists, licensed nutritionists, that's different. We're talking about registered dietitians, that is different. That's where you should be getting your nutrition advice. Medical doctors, please, I, I, I'm not giving a specific advice. I'm not telling you that you should do what I say or whatever, but be very hesitant about taking any advice from medical doctor. Now, when you talk to a dietitian or a nutritionist or a naturopathic doctor, you know what they say? They don't say one is good or one is bad. Yeah. It depends on the person. It depends on your needs. And it depends on um, many factors, like what underlying health issues you may have, so on and so forth. Dr. Stephen Gundry has talked about this many times. I love Dr. Gundry, one of my favorite, probably my favorite doctor of all time. He talks about there are times that you need to go on a carnivore and a keto diet to heal your gut. Mm-hmm. But then if you're on a keto on a carnivore diet for too long, first of all, keto is your body's backup system. It's not supposed to be your body's main system. So you eventually need to add your carbs back in. Also, you can be missing important micronutrients that your body needs. Same way if you were to say go on a vegan diet. There are times you may need to go on a vegan diet for time to time, depending on the person, which in most cases, I don't believe that would that's that's needed. But you may have to. However, is you you may struggle to get adequate protein. And not just adequate protein, but complete protein. Very important. Getting all the aminos. You have to really supplement to try to come close to getting adequate, um, complete protein on a vegan diet than you would on a traditional, a regular diet. Now, for me, I'm an omnivore. Most of my meals are meat based or, or, or so if, let's say dairy, like eggs or something like that, right? So a meat based product, but then. I eat a different color of a fruit or vegetable with every single meal. Yeah. That, right. That's how, that's my approach. But there are times when I do go on a carnivore diet. There are times that I do go on a keto diet and like experts like Ben Azadi would say cycle ketosis. He cycles clients into ketosis and cycle them out of ketosis as needed. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say be very wary about getting any nutrition advice from a medical doctor, because honestly, most of them have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to nutrition. So that really grinds my gears and makes it very dangerous and confusing. Mm-hmm. I heal, I got off my asthma medications. I'm very careful about saying the word heal by making nutrition and lifestyle changes. My doctor had no idea what to tell me about nutrition because he was never taught nutrition. Now, even if he took an elective or a class in nutrition, did he really, he didn't really learn all the different ins and outs. He learned about anti-nutrients. Didn't learn about lectins. Didn't know learn about complete protein. Didn't learn about gun enzymes. How you know what you need to break down foods. They don't learn these things. So why am I going to take advice from them? So I stress register nutritionist, dietitian, or a naturopathic doctor is usually your best bet. With regular system. Right. Now Again, this is the episode is not about me. So let's get back to Pamela. I just had to kind of vent that out a little bit because oh, I think no, that's a very I, important I, it's, point. It's definitely, you know, and, and the, the reason that she had said, you know, the sugar and the gluten had to go was because it causes inflammation in the body. And she was like, we've got to calm his body down. So 
you know, it, which really led me on this. Okay. So if that causes inflammation, what else causes inflammation? It really led me on this deep dive over a couple of years of, all right, so what exactly can I control? What can't I can control? Um, and tried to minimize, you know, as much as I could of anything in the environment or the diet that kind of pisses your body off, so to speak. And that's why it has to be unique. That's why it can't be, hey, vegan diet, hey, carnivore diet, hey, keto diet. You know, it has to be specialized to that particular person because if you have chronic inflammation, something that may cause inflammation for me may not cause inflammation for you. Our bodies respond differently to different types of foods. And I like what, again, he said when he said he taught it with the blood work and mm-hmm. then started to work from there and just say, saying, no, this diet is the best. First of all, there is no such thing as one diet that's good for everybody. And I don't care what their certifications or whatever degrees they have. If anybody tells you that, turn around, run away, and don't even look back. And they have no idea what they're talking about because it has to be personalized. Enough of me ranting. Let's get back to Pamela. So (laughs) one in every five person, right, is diagnosed with an immune disorder, right, or an autoimmune disorder, right? Why do you think that's the case? Well, (laughs) there's a growing number of autoimmune disorders now, uh, which basically is a name for a symptom. And so again, our bodies are under so much stress from so much inflammation that uh, all of our bodies react differently when they're inflamed and angry. And so, uh, you know, you, you might, um, have a, a reaction to too much heavy metals or something because of an environment and your body will then get upset, um, from like, a um, a, a tick or, a um, anxiety or depression, or, you know, there's lots of ways that, you know, some heavy metal toxicity can kind of come out and the next person, you know, it might not affect them that way at all, but it could be that they start getting, you know, joint pain and headaches and, you know, it's just, it's very interesting. And so every time that there's like a chronic, uh, symptom, then they put a name to it. And, um, you know, when I've been digging into this more and more and speaking with more and more doctors and then writing the book, a lot of these autoimmune disorders all really come down to one thing, which is inflammation. And so really starting to understand what is inflammation in my environment and my food mean to me and how do I fix that? And so it's just really, really just comes down to inflammation. That's 100%. Um, and I, I definitely agree with that. It comes down to I want to be very careful when I use the word inflammation because it's a buzzword. Yeah. Not inflammation, but chronic inflammation. Yeah. I always tell people infections, low grade inflammation. Your body's just really not happy with something that's going on. Exactly. And then you don't have a healthy immune system that can respond to that inflammation. So those things are extremely important. And when you have chronic inflammation, most of your immune system resides in your gut, right? So that also inhibits your immune system from functioning the way it's supposed to. So I definitely agree with you. And by the way, Pamela, you mentioned your book. Tell my audience about your book. Oh, yeah. It's called um, Saving My Son. It'll be out uh, probably early March 2023 is what we're looking at. Um, and so I'm excited about uh, we've got a lot of doctors that contributed um, stories of families, uh, research, um, and then obviously kind of chronicles our journey. And and it goes into specifics on what we used and what worked for us. and um, you know, and I kind of touch on what I'll call is a, a sample protocol, which is really, really important to test. Well, A, if you've got a bunch of symptoms going on, just start writing them down because one day you're going to think back and be like, okay, so when did that start? What was that? Because 
once you get one symptom, you find that over time, all of a sudden it kind of becomes another symptom and another symptom. And then, and then you can't really remember, well, which one came first. And anyway, it's just really important to write everything down and then super important to start getting the testing for a number of different vitamin levels, um, testing for a number of different types of infections like um, Epstein-Barr and strep and CMV and um, uh, um, oh, mycoplasma is a really big one. You don't really feel, you just feel kind of uh, not outwardly sick, but kind of inwardly sick. And it's, it, it's, it's a walking pneumonia. So anyway, there's tons of things that are viral bacterial that can just kind of be this low grade infection that continues for a long period of time. And never really gets detected unless you really work hard to test for it. And then those things can act as triggers in your body, which creates these symptoms. But if they never tested for the potential of any missing vitamins or minerals or infections, they just automatically assume that this symptom for whatever's going on came from um, something else. And then they'll put a medication or a surgery to that. And then all of a sudden you're in this hamster wheel that you can't get out of. So. It's uh, like IBS or uh, what's uh, fibromyalgia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Dorian Sones, who uh, the nutritionist that I was just interviewing, he mentioned that IBS and fibromyalgia, they're like diseases of, what did he call it? I think it's diseases of convenience. I remember what he called it. But anyway, basically he's saying that after they've ruled everything out, they're like, okay, it, it can't be anything that we know. So it has to be this. So sometimes it has to be IBS. And it, or it has to be fibromyalgia, which a lot of times not that, that's not even the case. Dorian was saying that he's had situations where it's the, the client is diagnosed with uh, IBS and it turns out it's a histamine issue when yeah. you actually test their blood work, right? Yeah. But the doctors don't look at it. They're like, oh, you have these symptoms. I have to be able to put you in this box. Now, again, I'm not bastardizing Western medicine. I'm not saying Western medication medicine is bad. I'm just saying be careful because we have a lot of these symptoms that they treat as the sickness. You know, a migraine is not a disease. Like when you have migraine, there's a symptom that something is going on in your body that's not supposed to be happening. Fatigue, all these things that we struggle with, necessarily, but a lot of people struggle with are really symptoms of issues. But then you get your blood work or you get your testing done and they say, oh, you're normal. So then you run around with these issues for all these years and then later realize, you know, when something big happens that they can put it on a, on, they can narrow it down to something else then you're on medication and then it becomes more of a challenge for you, right? So just be very mindful, be careful. And that's why I have this show and I have guests like Pamela on so we can have these kind of conversations. Now, I want to talk about auto, keep talking about autoimmune diseases, right? Because when you're diagnosed with one autoimmune issue, you're more likely to have a second. Why is that? It's just because it's simply a symptom that you're having. And as your body gets more and more inflamed and you're not taking care of what's making the body inflamed and upset, it's just going to continue acting out, if you will, for lack of a better word. Um, your body is trying to tell you, Hey, we got a problem here. Can we fix this? And you're just kind of like, nah, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it's like, Hey, we got, you know, we really have a problem here and, and, and it'll keep telling you that there's a problem, you know, and it'll keep uh, building. Right. And exactly what we talk about, addressing the symptom and not the root cause. So then by the time you figure out you have an issue and then the medication that you're on may even cause more gut permeability, may even cause more inflammation and more oxidative stress. That's why they have side effects mm -hmm. because they're, is they're affecting something else. They're causing another issue. 
versus if it was caught in the beginning and you weren't called, you weren't called normal, but they actually look like, for example, I've had Dr. Carolyn Stone, who's a naturopathic doctor, brilliant person on the show. And she's talked about thyroid levels. And a, and a traditional doctor will look at your thyroid levels and say, okay, you win a normal range, you're fine. But first of all, normal compared to whom? Right. A sick population, that's number one. But she also looks at ranges. Yes, you may say that you're normal, your levels are normal, but your range is not where it's supposed to be. And then she will work on that. That way you don't eventually become hyper or hypothyroid or have hyper or hypothyroidism, right? So that's what you said. When you have one, you would like to have the second because the root cause may be you have a leaky gut, you have chronic inflammation, you have oxidative stress, you have all the things going on. And until that's fixed, you're going to have another symptom, which is going to be called the disease. Well, now, go yeah, ahead. Sorry. Well, and it just kind of reminds me, you know, I'm 48 and a half. Um, and the big topic among the conversation with, you know, the women now is, you know, menopause, you know, and how that's coming. And I have friends that have already gone into menopause and they're on these, um, these pellets still stick in their body and things. And, and so I went to my doctor and I was like, Hey, you know, I know this is coming. I really don't want to go down that road. <laughs> uh, there's too many other side effects that I've seen with, you know, family members. And so I said, are, are there any plants or any herbs that I can start to take, you know, in a course of time that'll kind of mimic, you know, the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and, you know, kind of gently go into this and, so anyway, I've been working on that, which has kind of been interesting too. Um, I think there's lots of gentle ways to kind of, you know, again, detox your body, clean it out. One of the crazier things um, too was when we were first going through this, one of the first things the doctor said, you know, in addition, let's pull some blood is she said, well, we, you know, we need to fix his gut. And nowadays, you know, folks are throwing that, you know, around all the time, but th this was about 11 years ago. And that was kind of a crazy thing to hear. And I'm like, I'll do whatever you say, but I don't really understand what you mean by fixing his gut. And so she's like, look, you know, um, your gut controls your brain. And sure enough, now, you know, we know that most of your neurotransmitters that control your mood and your sleep and everything are actually produced and managed in your gut, which is kind of wild. They used to always think it was in the brain. Um, serotonin even, um, you know, which is wild. Um, all the, you know, all the drugs they, they put us on in the eighties and nineties now to realize that maybe they should have given us some probiotics, but, um, Anyway, she said, look, there's 15 probiotics that particularly drive the gut brain access. And so she had me write these down and she's like, you know, we're going to find, you know, probiotics that have these. And then, you know, you need to take these two pro prebiotics that prevent negative overgrowth of bacteria in your gut. And I was like, okay, well, that, that sounds kind of weird, but I'll go along with you. And so anyway, it's been really interesting to watch this all kind of unfold that, you know, what she was telling me years ago is, is actually true and finally being you know implemented, but. And everything you just said is there are the reasons behind the matter over mind experience. A lot of times we struggle, even with like, like you're talking about mental health issues and disorders are so common these days, but that are begins in your gut. And I like that. I like that approach of probiotics and then prebiotics. That's, it's, that's so important because I've had many people reach out to me and say, what probiotics do you take? And I usually say to them, well, of, as long as it's live cultured, of course, but even if you take the best probiotics in the world, if you have a crappy diet, it's not going to do you any good. If you don't feed them oligosaccharides, which are prebiotics that your uh, that your probiotics need to thrive, it's not going to help you any good. You can take probiotics all you want, but then you can also take prebiotics um, in your diet. So that's and that's that people miss. So prebiotics, the probiotics consume the prebiotics, and then it creates postbiotics, which is the real benefits for your body. 
So that's extremely important. And I want people to really know and to know. And if you don't know what prebiotics are or what foods are best to eat, mostly basically anything that's natural with fiber. But if you want to look up oligosaccharides, if you can't spell it, DM it to me and I'll I'll spell it for you. Because those foods are the best foods for your prebiotics. And you can Google it and find them and start to add them into your diet. But next question then. So how does Hello Health address autoimmune disorders? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So our products are are designed for the brain, belly, and the and, and uh the, the immune system. They they really all all three are very interconnected. And so when we take care of those three, we we feel great. And then the autoimmune disorders really start to to minimize, um, provided that you've really taken into account anything other that could be causing major inflammation in your body. So it, it definitely is, it is, is important to do the testing. Um, but anyway, so, so we've got the supplements and then we're building out the integrative health community and marketplace, uh, by the community it's so when I was going through this, I leaned really heavy into private Facebook groups, which in retrospect is frankly kind of dangerous with all the data that they now have on me and my son and everything else. Um, but I didn't really know what else to do. I didn't know where to turn. Um, and I really needed to connect with others that were going through this. And so, but I, I, the community that I'm building is a safe place for people to actually just connect with each other. Um, we'll never sell or provide the information to anybody else and, um, you know, just allow folks to connect with each other. So both, and, and I've got practitioners that are interested in this as well, which is kind of interesting. Um, a lot of practitioners don't really know how to connect and interact with folks that may want to learn more about integrative health. And so. Um, I'm looking forward to having that. I like that. I like that. Building a community, helping the community, yeah. give their things that people may need. You can provide to them as well. And I think you have some uh, good, some good products that you, or that you guys use. Tell us a little bit about your products. Yeah. So um, I was just touching on it a little bit before, but the Belly Great is uh, two organic prebiotics that are um, kind of your foundation for your probiotics, and then 15 probiotics that are good for the gut brain access. Um, plus a little bit of vitamin D3. We all need vitamin D3. I don't care where you live. I'm down here in Arizona and all of us, you know, still are a little shy on needing some more. And then methylfolate, which is really important for about half the population that needs that to absorb their vitamins and minerals correctly. And for the other half that don't have MTHFR, methylfolate doesn't hurt you. It's no different than taking folic acid. It's just a more pure form. Um, so that's the belly great product. The Immunostrong is super. Um, and that is the one that she taught me how to make at home. And then I figured out how to commercialize it. Um, but it's got things like turmeric, um, frankincense, which also goes by Boswellia, um, omega threes, uh, sunflower phosphocetylserine, which is amazing for ADD and for focus and for brain and for calming and for sleep and just kind of regulation. Um, oregano is great for killing bacteria, olive leaf extract, great for killing viruses, cinnamon, great for killing fungus, um, all these things. So, you know, with belly great, you're putting the good stuff in with immunostrong, you're taking the junk out. And uh, some people report having some pretty gnarly number twos for the, you know, first two or three weeks while your body's kind of clearing itself out. But uh, after that, it's fine. And then uh, we've got organic sea moss, which is a lot of fun. Uh, that has 92 micronutrients in it. It's kind of like nature's multivitamin. Um, our bodies naturally have 102 micronutrients. And so this has 92 and it's all organic um, US. So that's cool. Uh, organic vitamin B12 drops, um, a mushroom complex with 10 different types of mushrooms. We've had reports of folks really loving that for energy, for focus. They like taking that instead of um, Adderall or Ritalin. Um, let's see here. Oh, mag magnesium glycinate. So here's one. And, and I'm sure you're well 
um, you're well aware of this. So uh, there's different types of magnesium and most of us are, are shy on, on magnesium in our, in our systems, right? So um, if you take things like magnesium citrate or oxide, that can really upset your stomach and it doesn't necessarily do anything to help your brain. Um, magnesium glycinate is really important if you want to have uh, the uh, calmer effect on, on your bowels as well as uh, maximize the amount of um, sleep and calmness um, for your brain. So I like taking that at night um, instead of um, melatonin because melatonin is a, a hormone um, and it helps you fall asleep, but it doesn't help keep you asleep the way magnesium does. So that, that's true. And, and the thing with melatonin too, it po- basically like pounds your sleep into submission, mm-hmm. which melatonin is a hormone that your body naturally produces. And another thing that people that take melatonin or say com- companies that make melatonin products, they, they put too much melatonin in it, but not enough GABA, which mm-hmm. GABA helps your body to absorb melatonin. So it really, it's, it becomes artificial at that point. You're just taking a bunch of melatonin and you're basically like pounding your sleep into submission. And, and that's why you may even wake up the next day and not feel as good or feel a little groggy because of that, all that melatonin versus cleaning up your sleep hygiene, going to sleep naturally or take magnesium, which I do every night, by the way, to help in the right type of magnesium to help you to fall asleep, to relax and fall asleep better. So thank you so much for sharing that, Pamela. That was absolutely fantastic. And now we're coming up to the hack of the episode. But of course, your boy has to pay bills. You know, I can't do this show for free. I can't do this show for free. I got to tell you about Perform. See, their products are 100% science-backed, built on amino acid technology, first funded by NASA, and then further um, refined through rigorous research and independent clinical trials. So, of course, Perform, right? An essential acid, or should I say essential amino acid-based formulation, Designed to improve muscle strength, performance during exercise, mental clarity and concentration, reduce fatigue and dehydration, and minimize recovery times. I perform is my pre-workout. The reason why I love it is because each serving, I think, has 60 or maybe 80 milligrams of caffeine. So it's not a lot compared to a pre-workout that has like 200 or 300 with a bunch of sugars and stuff like that. Then I drink the all-natural that's, uh, that's sweetened with stevia. And then it has the creatine and the, and the essential aminos. Now, why that's important is the combination of creatine and essential aminos, their specific blend along with the low caffeine gives you that energy. So you don't have to douse yourself with a bunch of caffeine before your workout because you're getting all that together. So that's one of my favorite things about Perform, if not my favorite thing about Perform, because we know that caffeine in small amounts can be beneficial, but you don't want to constantly stress your system by drinking a lot of caffeine, especially if you work out later in the day, you want to reduce your caffeine intake anyway. So I absolutely love Perform. The ingredients in Perform have been clinically proven to improve strength and physical performance in these trials. I absolutely love to read them. 20% increase in exercise completed, 22% increase in endurance, 11% increase in peak performance during exercise, and 10% co- um, improvement in cognitive function during exercise. Website, Zico Health, no, not Zico.com, it's aminoco.com slash Zico Health. Gives you 30% off all the amino-based products. Of course, that information is going to be in the description of the podcast. So you don't even have to remember all that because, you know, your boy is just that nice. Your boy is just that nice. And with that being said, we're on to the hack of the episode. Okay, Pamela, 
what are some basic things we can do to make healthier choices? Oh boy. I mean, there's so many things that all of us can do. Um, you know, I like what you were saying about clean up your sleep hygiene. Um, that's a constant struggle for, I think just about all of us, you know, being, and it takes a lot of discipline to make sure that you are off of your phone or off of the TV for a little bit before going to bed. And, um, you know, trying to make sure that you're going to sleep at a certain time. And, you know, I, I, it's always hard for me to get up early, but I always find that if I get up early and I exercise in the morning, I, I sleep so much better than I, you know, the next night. And it just kind of puts you into a, a better, a better rhythm, but, you know, getting some movement, getting some sunshine, um, making sure that you are eating a wide variety in your diet. Um, and, you know, not being afraid to continually go out and, and see what you can do to test your body and, um, health-wise and find out if there's anything going on underlying that might be, might be a reason for something that might be going on. And probiotics, it really doesn't matter. I mean, yes, it does matter, but it's better to have some probiotics than no probiotics. So, um, definitely take care of that gut. Definitely. Your gut health comes first. I believe it starts with sleep, as you said. So it definitely starts with sleep. The the idea that, an idea, what you said about you, when you wake up in the morning and you work out, you sleep better because your circadian clock is reset at that point. Mm -hmm. So it's telling you about this morning time. So so then when it gets, as your circadian clock kind of dies down or kind of starts to tick, it starts to tick towards evening time versus if you wake up at 10 o'clock, then you're telling your body that 10 o'clock is morning time. So then your body is going to go to sleep later because we all run on that circuit on a, on different circadian clocks based on our routine. That's how we get into routines. Like some people would say, I get up at five o'clock every day and I've been doing this since I was a child because their body has that natural circadian clock mm-hmm. versus if that's they only have to set their alarm. My uncle's that way. He doesn't have to set his alarm clock. He wakes mm-hmm. up at four, four thirty, five o'clock every day. I don't know how he does it. I'm more of a six, six thirty kind of guy, but it's the same idea versus, you know, so that circadian clock is important and getting that morning sunlight. When you go for a walk and your eyes see the sun in the morning, it tells your body it's morning time, which resets that circadian clock. And then there's research that shows that sunlight or sun rays interact with white fat tissue, white adipose tissue, and can shrink them, right? right? Which can lead to weight loss or so spending time in the sun. And if you, depending on what you're doing, you may even sweat, which you can, is also good for, you know, weight loss and sweating out toxins and stuff like that, right? hydration is also important. So all those things are important. And then when it comes to you, the health of your gut, there's so many things you can do. You can listen to the last episode that Dorian brought down some gut health stuff. I have um, an episode with Shadia Ackley. She talked about gut health as well. Some things you can do to improve the health of your gut because there's more, there's a lot more to it than taking probiotics. I talk about taking prebiotics. I talk about eating um, oligosaccharides and healthy fibers for your probiotics to feed on. I talk about uh, limiting sugars and, and anytime you can get processed sugars out of your diet the best yeah. the natural flavors that's made from a beaver's butt and all that stuff like get that stuff try if you can eliminate processed food eliminate it but you can't make it a very small part of your diet reducing inflammation the habits to reduce inflammation is important getting seed oils out of your diet all these things are extremely important having good stomach acid dorian stones talked about that so that could be not drinking with your meals because when you drink with your meal, you're diluting your stomach acid, which in- inhibits digestion, which is not good for your gut as well. So you want to drink 30 or 45 minutes before your meal or 30 to 45 minutes after your meal, which by the way, 
can help digestion. So there's so many good things we can do and listen to the Matter of a Mind experience. You know your boy brings on the best guests and has some good information for you. And with that being said, Pamela, the audience know how they can know about your work, what's your website, whatever shameless plug you want to give us, go ahead and give us. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so Pamela Worth, the website is Hello Health. Uh, so www.hello.health or gethellohealth.com. And uh, we'd love to interact with folks. Um, our products are available on Amazon, Walmart, Kroger, Giant Eagle, um, and of course on the website as well. So, and, and if anybody has any feedback or any products they would love to see or any contributions they want to make at all, I'd always love to connect with people. Awesome. So look up Hello Health on Amazon, probably the easiest thing, but I'll also make sure that her website is in the show notes, which is going to be, everybody knows what this is going to be, zikahealth.com slash Hello Health. What else could it be? What else could it be, right? And, and the show notes will be in the description of the episode. With that being said, thank you, Pamela, for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're out for today. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, Always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.